Hi guys, it's me LD and I'm here with the Rampage recap. So as per the last few Rampages, the entrances were on YouTube and we start with Mark Quinn and Darby Allen already in the ring. I loved this match. They're both such great workers and it's made me hope for some good things for Private Party now that they're away from Matt Hardy. I loved Hardy Party at first, but then it became, you know, the Hardy family office and Private Party really suffered for it. I don't know if either of the guys were injured, maybe so, but I'm really looking forward to seeing Private Party versus the Hardy Boys. And I'm looking forward to seeing Darby maybe team up with Jeff, maybe fight Jeff. Who knows? Because Darby's mean mugging Jeff when he sees him. And Darby won. But, you know, like I said, both guys looked great. And after Darby won, the Andrade family office came out. You know, Butcher and Blade and all of them. And then... The music hit and it was Jeff and Matt Hardy, the Hardy boys, and they were in their old gear and they have the old music and oh my God, God bless AEW, man. And I have to say, it does not matter how old I am. I will always pop for Jeff Hardy. I turn into a 17 year old girl, like, like I'm telling you. So once the Hardy boys showed up, the AFO pieced out. And like I said, Darby and Jeff have that thing. Like, Jeff's not mean mugging him, but, like, the way Darby's looking, like, I, I can't really decode it. Looks kind of like he's ready to fight to me. Then we go to a Dan Lambert promo, and he's there, of course, with Scorpio Sky, the new TNT champion, and Ethan Page. And he's talking about Scorpio Sky defending his title against Wardlow on Wednesday. And he's talking up the Scorpio's unbeaten streak. And, you know, two things are on the line, the belt and his unbeaten streak. And the only thing I have to say to this is Ethan and Sky are both great talkers. And if you don't like how Scorpio Sky, because I know some people think he's a weak promo, he has Ethan there to talk for him. I think Dan Lampert is not needed. And now that Paige Van Zant is signed, I'm hoping that he'll slowly transition and leave my boys alone. And then there's a House of Black promo. And I, you know me, I never know what's going on with those things. Then we had Jamie Hayter versus Mercedes, uh, Mercedes Martinez. And again, no entrances because like things were jam-packed. And Jamie Hayter wins via cheating. And there was a heel. It was a great match before that. It was so much better than the tag match on Dynamite a few weeks back. Like, these women showed themselves. And they weren't what brought that match down. And like I said, Jamie won via cheating with, you know, Rebel and Britt. And then they attempt to beat down Mercedes after the match. And Thunder Rose runs out with the quickness with a chair and saves Mer Mercedes. And then we have a Hirakashita promo against Serena Deeb. And it's great. And she has this cherry blossom makeup. And it says revenge. And it's like she talks about, you know, how, you know, she wants to get her hands on Serena Deeb, obviously. 
Then we have Keith Lee versus QT Marshall. And uh, I guess I'm rooting for QT. I'm going to call him Cutie. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, Keith Lee, just like the rest of the NXT crew, does nothing for me. I didn't watch NXT like for a reason. Like I was an AEW girl. And then it's like, it was kind of like a little AEW versus NXT thing. And then now it's like all those guys are here. And I'm like, I'm not opposed to people who work for WWE. That would be stupid. Everyone's, you know, passed through there. But yeah, I'm just, uh, something about Keith Lee, the way he is on Twitter and stuff, I, I just don't like him. And I mean, you know, QT got some shit in, but it was pretty much a squash. And Aaron Solo jumps after the match. Aaron Solo jumps on Keith Lee's back and, you know, Keith doesn't move an inch. And then Nick Camarado is, you know, punched him in the face and then Keith Lee power bombs him. And as this is happening, Taz says on commentary that Keith Lee needs to be stopped. And Keith picks up Aaron Solo and um, throws him on top of QT Marshall and Nick Camarado. And Hobbs and Stark come down, and this week they actually do attack Lee. And, oh my god, Hobbs picks him up and does a spine buster. And I have to say, I think I'm a Will Hobbs fan now. And then we cut to Mark Henry with the main event players. And it's, you know, Tony Nese and Shane Swerve Strickland. And Tony Nese says that he was the premier athlete, not Swerve. And that he should have got all the fuss and a signing at a pay-per-view. Not, you know, him. And Shane's where I was like, you a hating ass dude, but that's okay because I'm not because I know you. And tells him, you know, not to like disrespect rap because that was part of it too. But anyway, the crowd is all like, who is like, whose house? And the crowd is all Swerve's house. So this crowd knows him and loves him. And I have to say, the minute I saw a picture of Swerve, I liked him just by looking at him. And once you saw him in motion, you know, you could tell he just had star power, charisma, it factor, all that stuff. So seeing him in the ring, my instincts were right. And this was a really great match because they knew each other so well. And you can tell that they fought, you know, for a long time. And commentary was talking about how can Swerve live up to the hype? And that, you know, obviously tips you off that, you know, he's going to win. And yeah, Swerve won, but it was a good match. It was not as well. Well, I mean, I'll say like he got all his shit in. He got all his moves. He looked like a superstar, but like Tony needs to look like a geek. And it's crazy how these matches for AEW can sometimes be planned out because people don't get buried in a loss. You know what I mean? And like, has Tony Nese won anything on dynamite or rampage i honestly don't know but like he didn't look like a geek but you know swerve looked like the main event player star he is and the crowd was you know doing his chant and like i said before they know him and they love him and this rampage flew by like they all do much better than last week's because last week's felt really choppy and weird and this week even without the entrances it didn't feel as weird it went by fast, but it was like normal. So hopefully next week, viewing note, the episode is going to air at 11.30 p.m. on the East Coast 
or whenever the NCAA finals ends. I don't know. I don't know anything about basketball. I know that some kind of sporting event <laughs> we got pushed aside. So set your DVR or, you know, start drinking espresso at 1030 because it's going to be a late night next week. Bye, guys.